We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detoye, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're taking you to 730 tonight, and it'll be LSU basketball as uh, the Fighting Tigers play Missouri tonight at 7.30. That'll be pregame and then tip-off at 8 o'clock right here on WWL and on the Odyssey app. Bob, the news keeps flowing. Uh, Tom Brady made it official today that uh, he's going to retire. I think we'll always look back. Ten Super Bowl appearances, seven Super Bowl championships, most career wins, 251 at the quarterback spot, threw for 89,214 yards, most career touchdown passes, 649. And you can make an argument with this, uh, that uh, big game. What, somebody's better than him? Well, uh, I would. uh, Big game situations, Joe Montana, okay? And and Joe won the Super Bowls he played in, and he was great in every one. Um, yeah, but he, what, regular uh, season. Four, well, Mike, how, how many Joe Montana? Four. Four, yeah. Peyton and, and, Manning in the regular season. But if you add up everything, yeah. and longevity does have its place in our world, Brady's the GOAT. Yeah, because uh, Brady played, uh, when he first started playing, you could hit the quarterback, and at the end, you can't really hit the quarterback, but he adjusted. And you have to look at this last year, last season. Okay, look at all the quarterbacks, all the young guns. Uh, did he get really any help with the running game, Leonard Fournette? No, you'd say maybe the first game against Dallas. But after that, look, Mike, he threw the most pass attempts and he had the most completions. <laughs> and, 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 Over and, the and, last two years yeah, and, and, of and, his career. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. When you look at that, he was still uh, humming at a high level. Now, you might say if you're a prisoner of the moment, well, Pat Mahomes. Uh, Pat Mahomes is going to end up. Passing up, uh, maybe he has the ability. You know, some people think, uh, you know, he's going to pass up Tom Brady. Does he play long enough because of the money? Exactly. Does he play long enough? And even if he played long enough to surpass Tom Brady in passing yards, you know what he'd have to do, Mike? He'd have to average over 300 yards a game the next 12 seasons. Okay, so when did Pat Mahomes, well, when did he come into the league? Uh, what was 2017. This? Okay, 2017. Now, now think about that. So 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20 6. So he had 12. So that's 18 seasons. So the next 12 seasons, he'd have to average th- over 300 yards a game passing to surpass Tom Brady. Mike, average, that's not and, – and, and, and listen, uh, now, I, I, you know, it used to be when I remember when I was playing – can a quarterback, you know, they say, but can you average 225 yards passing? And, 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 and then, wait, and, and then 
It was like if you had a 300-yard game, uh, that, that was like outstanding. Where now, I wouldn't say you got to average 300, but it's about 275, 280. You got to be throwing somewhere in that range. And now it's an unbelievable game if you throw for 400 yards. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, uh, you know, Mo Man, he's passed away now a few years, but you couldn't get him to believe anybody was better than automatic Otto, Otto Graham. Because, oh, yeah. you know, he grew up, he watched Otto Graham in the 50s, and that was his deal. And he watched Montana. But then, but even before Montana, and Star Mike, and but, Uninus, but Johnny Uninus. Johnny Uninus was right yeah. in, in that framework. It's what uh, you grew, grow up grow with up and what you're exposed to. But it was funny toward the end before he sort of lost it. He was, man, that Tom Brady, he's the closest thing I've seen to Otto Graham. Listen, that's the greatest compliment Brady could ever oh, get because yeah. I never heard him sort of compare it. Uh, at that level. And Joe Clark used to always tell me, you know, Joe lived next to me, Bob, all those years. And Joe was Otto's backup in, in Cleveland. And he was like, Mike, what Otto Graham did in a time where you could hit the quarterback in the mouth long after the play, you could rough him up, you could run with a receiver all the way downfield. And you could and knock rough him down him as long as the ball wasn't in the air. You could knock him. Let's say a receiver was running a 15 yard in route. I remember, like, even Johnny and Ninus, you know, and Raymond Barry and all that. Mike, if you had, like, a corner route or a 15-yard dig route end cut, if the ball went in the air, you could just go way later receiver, and it's not interference. <laughs> and, and Joe used to always tell me, uh, to be honest with you, man, I loved Otto, and I thought he was unbelievable. But the best two quarterbacks I've seen play, after the rule change, and he said, also free agency, you got to look at it, too, that – you could keep those teams together right. for a long But he said, you know, it was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Those two guys, he said, when you think about how it's an interchangeable world and how the rules have changed, and some of it certainly benefits the offense, that what those guys did was were unbelievable. Well, and, and, you know, Mike, if I can recall, the one thing, uh, and I think this is always in the conversation when he was playing and you know, all, that Peyton Manning's the best regular season quarterback. Yes, yes. I, I want to say off the top of my head, I think, Mike, it was um, seven years in a row they won 12 games or more. <laughs> so not 10. It was like, you know, you talk about getting the double-digit wins, like seven seasons in a row and, and getting the 12 wins. I, I was part of teams uh, where we won 12 games in 87. We won uh, 12 games in, in 92. Man, I thought I accomplished something, and, and I did that like twice, and it wasn't in a row. Like I said, it was eight. We went in ninety-one. We won eleven games. Eighty-eight. We won ten games. Take the playoffs. But look at that, man. Eighty-seven and ninety-two won twelve games. Then like that's when the Forty ers were. We would go twelve and forty to be fourteen and two. So you're still a wild card. But Peyton Manning, seven straight seasons, he won twelve games or more. The thing with Brady, I think you always remember his longevity. Him playing so well into his 40s, I mean, that that to me is is unbelievable to think of today's world that you have a quarterback play at that level, that good, into his 40s. That's why I, I thought, my wife said, uh, like JoJo, she tells me, oh, I thought he was going to the 49ers. I said, I don't know. To me, if you still wanted to play, you can go back home and, and you look at the 49ers roster. I mean, I just – but I, I think he truly – uh, I think he is retired. I uh, think that game against the Cowboys was the final nail that, you know what, I can't play like I used to. 
Right, right, right. It's it, time for me to like walk. You, you know, you get hit a bunch of times. They still can tackle you. Uh, you know, <laughs> they don't just like uh, maybe personal it, it foul type It ain't two-man touch all the time. Yeah, so when I see uh, Tom Brady, I think, Mike, this could have some. So what if his, um, his household was stable? And let's say it, it was all kosher and uh, it was all no divorce and the kids and all. He wants to spend more time with his kids. And, you know, be part of their life as they're growing up. You know, you want to be involved in their life. Because when you play football. You uh, don't have a lot of time. Uh, no, uh, th- th- that's your life. And But, but I just thought, I, just, I, I said, I thought if he was going to go, that would have been the team for him because the supporting cast in San Francisco. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. A little bit at, after 4.30, we'll have Mike Hawes, voice of the Saints, on with us. Talk about Sean Payton and certainly also Tom Brady. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to Blake in Madisonville. Blake, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Uh, oh, sorry, this is Blaze, not Blake, sorry. Hey, hey, Blade, what you got? Blade, what you got, man? Did your mom, did your mom name you Blade? Is that a nickname yeah, or is that your real yeah, name? Blade. I'm sorry, man. I, my mom gave it to me. I don't know what Okay, that. that's cool. All that's right, cool. I like Blade. I just, that sounds I just like a superstar. You, uh, I used to coach. What, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be talking over you. First time I called him, I'm a little nervous. But I, that's I used all right. to coach man. at T.H. Harris. And I was the head coach, offensive coordinator. There was a kid there. I'm not going to mention his name. He passed away. He was at LSU, LSU and uh, he, uh, Miracle Mike. Uh, and they named the playground after him. I think you know. Yeah, Mike Molly. Yeah. And this guy, you talk about play under pressure. Two minute Mike, and he was known as Two Minute Mike by every every cheerleader that we played on the opposite team. They all knew Mike as Two Minute Mike. Not the players on the team, but the other cheerleaders on the other teams. They knew him as Two Minute Mike. Well, he had a game. I think it was against Ole Miss, where I think that's right? where, where Miracle Mike Miley came about. And you know, uh, right. you know, he was a starting third baseman for the California the Angels. Angels. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they and they got in that car wreck, right. a tragic accident. Then they named the playground after. Yes, you know, in better. Yeah, yeah, in, in better. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank y'all for letting me call in. All right, all, all right, Blade. Thanks so much. We appreciate. And, uh, remember, he was two minutes, two minute Mike, not by his players. But, 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 oh, 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 all right. Thank you. I'm a squirrel. There you go. Thank <laughs> you, Blade. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break and then come back with Mike Hawes, voice of the New Orleans Saints, right after this commercial break on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detilia along with the Cajun Cannon Bobby Bear, and on our Oakwood Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the voice of the New Orleans Saints, Mike Hoss. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this evening. What's up, Michael? By the way, the uh, I did a show earlier today with the fine people with uh, Clay Travis, their 360 podcast, said to say hello to you. And I said, well, I'm going to talk to him in a little while. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've been doing tra- uh, quite some time. Um, first of all, before we get into Saints and Sean Payton, your thoughts on, on Tom Brady. Uh, my goodness, uh, to see that career and what he was able to do, Mike, uh, I, I think longevity does have its place in our world. For him to play like he has the last three years, uh, you know, 44, 45, 46 years old, it's remarkable uh, because we've never seen something like this before. People say, well, George Blander did it. No, George Blander was a kicker, kicker and yeah. a backup quarterback at that age. He was no starter player in the, in the NFL. He was a kicker. And we saw Warren Moon get into his 40s. Uh, as a player, I think he was like forty-two. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't last this long. And right. uh, man, to throw a football, man, Warren Moon could throw it as well as anybody. But yeah, your thoughts on on Brady? Well, it's tough. I mean, you've, we've watched this guy our basically our adult lives, yeah, and he's seven much. rings. And so we we've seen him, quite frankly, uh, humbled at his worst when the Saints would play him in the regular season. I mean, he's, there's only two teams he's got a losing record to, and that's Seattle and the Saints. And so we've seen him we've seen him kind of age a little bit. And then we've also seen the playoff game here, and then we saw the 13-point turnaround with five minutes to play this past year. So we've seen so much of the complete ups and downs of the aging Tom Brady and still the Tom Brady Tom Brady. But, I mean, it's it's, it's been an amazing career, and – you know, I'll believe it when they kick off next year. You know, until that time, I, I just don't know. I just, I'm just. Michael, I'm, I'm I think numb. it's it for him. I, I really think it's this is it for him. I, I think you come to a reality, and I get it. Uh, I left the job, and I said I'll never have a part-time job again. <laughs> and look, look what happened. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it took me a couple of years uh, because uh, I had a good time. Well, your wife kicked you out of the house. Yeah, well, we found out uh, <laughs> coexisting uh, 365, 52 weeks out of the year wasn't good for both of us. Uh, and so this, this it, we worked out a good arrangement between us. But uh, I think this is really it for, for Tom. I think you hear it in his voice. And you you saw that video. I, I think I think it's over for him. Well, and uh, Hoss, yeah. uh, Hoss, what do you think about this? I, I think this. Always look at the glass. How does it have full? How does it benefit the Saints? I think the NFC South's wide open now. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I don't know. In oh, the history, very much so. In the history of football, uh, y'all, maybe y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, because you would think they would have at least one quarterback in the NFC South right now who'd be highly thought of. Okay, think about, okay, who, who, who's the quarterback now that Tom Brady's not going? Okay, you got it, Kyle Trask. And then and Blaine and, Gabbard and comes Blaine back. And Blaine Gabbard coming uh, back. Okay, who, who do you have with Atlanta right now? Are you, you going to go Desmond with Desmond Ritter, the, the, the who virgin? Uh, uh, played, what, three okay. or four games? Sam Darnold and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, to me, might be the best of the bunch. 
I mean, so right now, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of teams in the, we're going to have the draft and you have free agency. A lot of changes can be made. But right now, the NFC South seems wide open, Hoss. It is wide open, and there's not a ton. Of, you guys have seen the list. You look at the quarterbacks who are free agents. There's, I mean, it's it's there's nobody out there that's going to, you know, reignite a franchise. Now, Atlanta and Carolina draft certainly higher than the Saints, but Carolina and 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 Atlanta both drafted quarterbacks last year. So I agree. I mean, it is completely. I mean, you think the NFC South was kind of a misnomer last year. Let's see what it is this coming year. Who who could tell, right? Who knows? Because the NFC South would take turns. One team would win it, win it all, then the next team would come in and win it all. It was – they they were tough. They just took turns. And this year they all didn't take turns. One guy could change that is if Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers – could somehow make a deal for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, well, we only us can only we can have Lamar Jackson. He can't go to no damn Falcons or Tampa Bay. <laughs> no, no, Bobby's been talking about man. Oh, if he God. goes to the Falcons, oh, no, that no. would be it. He'd be the second uh, coming of Michael Vick. He'd be uh, like I want to do sports star. talk that day. He'd be, rock, that would happen. he'd be a rock star in Atlanta. He'd be truly like an Atlanta Braves player. Uh, a player when they went to all those World Series. Uh, when that, that it's either Georgia football or Atlanta Braves baseball, you get. Uh, Lamar Jackson, it'd be like the second coming of Michael Vick. How they would be ecstatic. Now, the Ravens, I think they're going to franchise tag him and all that. Now, Hoss, with that being said, yeah, but he ain't going to be happy with no franchise. Tag. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're, they're, he's going to be he's going to be disgruntled. Uh, but Hoss, now Sean Payton going to Denver. Mike, what did Denver win last year? Four or five games? Okay. Uh, Hoss, the question I have for you right now, because you know we look at because we're familiar with Sean Payton. Who has a chance uh, to get to 10 wins? It might not even happen uh, this year. Who has a chance to get to 10 wins quicker? The Saints or Russell Wilson and Sean Payton? The Saints. We don't play in the AFC West. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, some fans would think, though, uh, that they think Sean can work his magic with Russell Wilson like he did with Drew Brees. You remember, we went to the NFC Championship post-Katrina. And no one thought, none of us thought that would happen. We were 10 and 6. What? We ended up being a number one seed, right? Right. But then what would do? What would about 07 and 08? 7 I, and 9? We gave you 7 and 9. We came back there's, down to earth. There's some growing right. pains. There's yeah. some growing pains. And I think, I think that Sean will make a big difference in that organization and with Russell Wilson. But the key, and he's already said it, the, the way that they're going to make Russell Wilson better is run the football. Just like when you look at the Saints in 06 in 09 and in 2018, Deuce, Reggie Bush, running the ball. Pierre, they were top. They were top seven rushing, top seven attempts. There were either one, two, or three rushing touchdowns in those three years when the Saints went to the NFC Championship game. So if you can do that, you know, Russell had his two lowest rushing attempts for a year, back to back years of his career in 21. And twenty-two. No, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, the whole thing, uh, Hoss. Let Russ cook. No, he burns the food. No. You, you don't want him to cook. You want him because Sean Payton knows this. If they can run the ball, he envisions Russell Wilson in space. Because if you can run and you bootlegging him, he's way more mobile than Drew Brees. Think of Russell Wilson. So that's when you're doing a one-two option. That's where Sean looks at it. If we can run the ball, Russell Wilson will have success. His ability to extend the play. He's never been really right. considered a runner. 
He's more of a scrambler type guy. But, man, he wears you out. Uh, If he starts that scrambling and running around, he wears you out, and he gives receivers a chance to get open. Much better chance. I I mean, he just had – it was a rough situation. Here's a guy who threw 16 touchdowns last year, 11 interceptions. You go, oh, my gosh, 16-11? Well, two years ago – he threw 40 touchdowns. So he, he didn't, you know, he didn't get that bad that quick. Right. It was just a terrible situ- situation. And I think, Sean, there's, you know, there's a, if he, you know, Russell Cook, guess what? There's a new chef in the kitchen. And uh, Russell ain't in charge anymore. This is Sean's team now. And we know what's going to happen. And well, he's going to make it his team. And, and, and Russell Wilson, his personality, uh, he is not gonna. He knows Sean Payton's there to make him the best he could be. And Russell Wilson knows. Uh, I gotta freaking work out. I signed a five-year, two hundred forty-two million dollar contract. Yeah, forty-eight million a year. So he he, he got on the phone with Sean. Sean, like basically, like please, uh, I, I want you to be my coach. I want you to come here. He was part of the recruiting process uh, to get Sean to Denver. Yeah, one of the first calls he got was from from Russell. So I agree. I I think he'll make Russell a better quarterback. He will make him uh, them a better offense, but man, the the cost that you paid—three number ones, two number twos, two starters, two huge contracts—you know—and not a whole lot in the in the in the pipeline coming up draft-wise. You're going to have to really, man. He's going to be stitching it together like a quilt for a couple of years. One of the things too is with the new owner. You know, he don't want to hear about new bad news. Okay, when you're a multi-billionaire, and all of them are today, but nothing like what Rob Walton is, uh, patience, what? Uh, man, I don't want you to spell it even. I, 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 I want to win now. Give me the experienced guy, been there, done that, and that's the guy I want to run this team. Uh, that's how he's run businesses in the past. And you know what? I want to win a championship, just like my brother-in-law, uh, Stan Kroenke, did with the Rams. So whatever it takes, I'm willing to pay. And not all money in the NFL is equal. Uh, people, oh, well, they say playing with the same salary cap money. Okay, they're playing with that type money. But when it comes down to et cetera's, et cetera's, et cetera's, uh, a guy like Rob Walton can outspend anybody in, the, in his NFL world. And I think that they are going to be automatically just with the just with bringing Sean on and what he can do with Russell. Automatically, they're a player in their division, which is a tough division. But I do believe they will be a, a, rec, a force to be reckoned within that division. I just do. And, and Mike, the other thing too is he's got a built-in defense. That that defense yeah. Fangio pieced together years ago, and most of that is still intact. And that was a really good defense. I mean, they, they got taken to the cleanest this year because their offense couldn't do squat. But that defense is legit. Well, they only averaged yep. 16 points a game, which is dead last. I, I, I want to say it was dead last in the NFL. No, if your defense was only giving up 16 points, whatever it was, eight or nine. No, that's what you want, but not your offense. But, but look that. how many games were settled by, what, I think five points or less? Right, right. Uh, with the Broncos in, in the early part of the season, virtually every game, uh, it came down to the last drive. and They just couldn't do anything on the offensive side of the football. Uh, Mike, when, when you look at this uh, Saints football team, I, I think certainly you got to clear up what you're going to do at quarterback. But I, I think the two areas – that you have to take a long look at this offseason. One is along your defensive line. 
uh, defensive tackle-wise, you know, Anyamata right now unsigned. Same thing with Contavia Street. Uh, Marcus Davenport most likely will, will go somewhere else. Uh, you're going to have to rebuild that. And Ryan Nielsen not being there, so you need a new defensive line coach. And also think up front along the offensive line. People say, well, we got five good starters. Yeah, you get wiped out every year. I think you got to take a long look at bringing in some quality reserves. I did this study a couple years back. Offensive tackles and guards, they're the two most injured positions out in the football field, NFL and college football. You better have some depth there. And I think those two areas need to be looked at strongly this offseason. Well, definitely have it to the Saints and Bengals. The, you know, the offensive line look. Three of them for the Bengals. Yeah, you got to have that depth. Right. You got to have depth. And you got to, I totally agree as far as needs of this team in the trenches. I go back to that Baltimore game when they just got manhandled on yep. both sides in the trenches. And. And when you get beat, you know, in those two areas, and I'm, you know, like we say, that whole defensive front, a couple of those guys would we talk about them for two weeks, and we wouldn't hear their name for five. Then another guy would, you know, but you don't have the luxury, people-wise, in this day and age with Davenport and Onyemata and all these guys that have an opportunity, especially a tackle, man, and that, that those interior guys. I think they got to get better there. Got to get better at least, you know, assuming that whatever happens with with Pete. Uh, on the offensive line, because you're right. I mean, Calvin Flackmorton and, and Landon Young and all those guys, man, they're, you're, you're going to play. You're going to play a lot. Yeah, you know, they're getting better and they're getting more experience. And, uh, and Hoss, what is your take on this? Uh, I'm so glad Sean's not back at Fox. Because all of a sudden, that had been hovering over the Saints organization like and, and Dennis Allen. <laughs> that good riddance, oh, I, yeah. uh, that I'm, I'm so glad he's with Denver now. Uh, so Dennis Allen or the Saints organization does that have to deal with that? But it was just just lingering out there. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Which we left through all season, and then you know, I was just when I, mean, I was talking to Clay Travis's people, it's like it, we got to about the middle point of the season when we lost to Pittsburgh and we were three and seven, and you went, "Holy cow, we need Sean to get a daggone job." We we you know you can't if this team should have it could have tanked and gone you know three and fourteen you ain't got no draft pick it was so about the midpoint of that terrible start you're like wow Sean needs to get a job because this team needs that draft pick and that's just one reason but you're right for so many reasons it was time to move on and I don't think he enjoyed Fox that much and he wanted to coach and got what he wanted it's AFC we don't play him till next year and it's here. And if we play him in the Super Bowl, and that I can live with. Mike, I think, you know, it goes to show how things change so dramatically and sometimes just in a matter of hours in the NFL. Okay, Brock Purdy, they thought maybe he could come back before the start of the season. Now they're talking about this is going to be a long-term injury with Brock. He may be deep into the season now uh, because it's a total reconstruction job. Uh, Okay, you got Trey Lance. You don't know a damn thing about Trey. You really don't. How can you trust uh, him? And so Garoppolo's gone. He's gone somewhere else. And you said, well, maybe we could reach out to Brady. And then now all of a sudden he drops this one. <laughs> so, uh, man, you think about the Eagles, and uh, I give Howie Roseman a lot of credit. He was aggressive this offseason, and he made it work. San Francisco is a team built to win now. With no quarterback. But now the question mark is, what are you going to do at quarterback? Because you gave up a lot of capital, a lot, uh, for Trey Lance. 
but you don't know anything more about him other than the day before you picked him. Hey, but what do y'all think? Well, what, do you, what do y'all think Aaron Rodgers is? Yeah, that's what I was actually on. I was actually. I don't know. Green Bay, that you know, you look at it, but he's making $50 million plus, I think somewhere between $50, $60 million. Aaron Rodgers, you never know. He's kind of flaky with the cow and uh, Berkeley. And, and he's got, I don't know, I might play, I might not play. But I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers' skill set, what would Vegas think if all of a sudden he ended up with 49ers, the 49ers? Wouldn't they be like probably the favorite that that would jump up that much? Because considering the supporting cast, just put one player. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers, people at Vegas would be like, oh, that, that, that's I'm the interested team. to see how Green Bay handles that from this right. standpoint. Do I keep Aaron for one more year and this try to make this work? Or do I deal him now? Deal him now and, and because go, and go maybe with Jordan I can, Love. Maybe I can get something from the Jets. Holly covered yes, it yes. there. I can maybe look out west uh, with the 49ers. Maybe even the, the Raiders. Because wasn't the the buzz for quite some time? Oh, Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady. Now, where are the Raiders? Okay, you can't go back and kiss and make up with, with Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Right. So you got some openings there all across the board. Uh, I think for the Packers, they may make that decision that, hey, you know, if we get the right deal, Aaron's not going to be here. I think so, too, because I don't think Aaron wants to be there. I mean, it's time. It just feels like it's time. And he wants to go to someone who can win now. San Francisco's clearly in that that realm. So uh, I agree. I, you know, what happens with Aaron will will change not just his team, but right. a couple of teams. Yeah, and that he goes back to the Bay Area. That's where he went to college. You know, it's like almost he'd be playing going from New Orleans to Mandeville. You know, you look where Berkeley <laughs> right. and Oakland, yeah. no, he, he just crossed the Bay, you know, the East Bay. So uh, that would be attractive. Then the Jets, boy, he could be thinking about this. It's a fantasy. The second coming of Joe Namie. What if Aaron Rodgers – would turn the Jets around. They got a young roster, which is very talented. What if he truly made the Jets relevant? They could be Super Bowl contenders. And, he, and you're in New York? Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, come on. I, I, I want to see those storylines. I don't want him, I want him to, to leave Green Bay. Okay, he's been there, done that, whether the 49ers or the Jets. Now, I want to probably the Jets to get him in the AFC. To get him out of the NFC, but Aaron Rodgers now, since T- Tom Brady's gone, I, I, maybe I just like the old quarterback. So whatever. But but I, but I think, <laughs> but, but I but I, I would think that'd be intrigued, uh, intriguing if Aaron Rodgers would leave the Packers. That is going to be a huge NFL storyline in this offseason. Thanks so much, Mike. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, Hoss. All right, gentlemen. See you soon. All right, Mike Hoss, uh, voice of the New Orleans Saints. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight. So, Mike, don't you think Aaron Rodgers with the Jets in New York? It'd be like the second coming, like Joe Namath. We're finishing up here, our number one on sports talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Bob, uh, you got a couple of Texas uh, that uh, they uh, they want to test your football knowledge. No, I I don't understand. Um, Listen, Sean Payton brought us the Super Bowl. Now we all know 2011. That was probably the greatest team in Saints history where they were offensively uh, just as a team. I always say this. Uh, we lost at San Francisco. We had five turnovers and we're losing by 17 points and we took the lead twice under five minutes so I kind of blame Greg Williams. Uh, you know when, when all of a sudden that's when Alex Smith we made him into a pro football Hall of Famer. We lost that game. We all know the NOLA no call. So under Sean Payne they could have went to three Super Bowls. So this text says 5508. Bobby, please don't lower yourself to all those clowns uh, at their level. Sean Payton is a def- uh, decent NFL coach at best. Okay, 
You know why that's not a true statement, decent? And there's a reason why he was the number one prospect out there. Because hasn't the game changed because of the rules offensively? If you look in his 15 seasons, because Bounty Gate, uh, you know, he wasn't around, uh, you know, for that season. Uh, but he's kind of the NFL standard. And what people look at offensively, what you need to do. In his 15 seasons at, as an offensive play caller, the Saints finish in the top five scoring nine times. Okay? And in the top five in total offense, ten times. So not top ten, but top five in scoring, which I'm telling you, uh, you can look it up. It, it, it was like the Patriots, Packers, and the Saints. And look all the quarterbacks. Tom Brady, uh, you had uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Drew Brees. So they were averaging like 28, 28 and a half points a game. And you look top five in total offense ten times. Ten out of the 15 seasons. Mike, I think one time they were out of the top ten. One time. You know how we said, okay, can we eat right now with the Saints, whether it's Dennis Allen, with the defense, or what are we doing? Can we just be in the top ten? Well, this is top five. So that's why when you say Sean Payne's a decent coach, come on. Uh, you got to slow your roll. <laughs> and the other one adds, on. the guy only won one Super Bowl. Hey, genius, uh, other than Belichick, right. yeah. g- give me that other name. That, 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 yeah, don't a- say Andy Reid. Andy won one. He lost the other hey, one. Hey, listen, there's a lot. Doug of- Peterson won one in Philly. There's a lot. Mike of- McCarthy won one in Green Bay. There's a lot of outstanding coaches. Pete only won one. That, that can you get to two? The only quarterback, though, that's considered outstanding and amongst the best in NFL history, and he didn't even win one. He went to the Super Bowl as a rookie and lost, Dan Marino, but never went back. Mike, that's the one guy that gets credit. You already said, oh, you got to win two Super Bowls. You know, Peyton won two. He didn't win any. Eli, he, yes, he didn't win any. Eli won two. So that, that's the one thing, like, like with Drew, no, boy, you wanted to get that second, second one. Second one. And it was close. 2011, yeah. 2019. Yeah. It just, man, for you know, different reasons. Exactly. 12 teams get... haven't won a Super Bowl, by the way, guys. We were talking about that during yeah. the break. 12. 12. So 12 out of 32 teams haven't even and, won And look the Super Bowl. coaches today. Because Belichick set that bar so hard. Now, nobody's going to catch oh, that. Okay, as we go to the break <laughs> right quick, I can tell you, I think Drew Brees made Sean Payton, and I think Tom Brady made Bill Belichick. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.